Bad boy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You've tuned in live to the Flyer Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I'm your host, Mark Stewart, and I'm here as always with my partner in crime, Mr. Rob Hunter Jr. Good morning and good evening to wherever you are. You got your, I see you got your Aaliyah on today. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fly T-shirt, hey, well, my thank boy. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that, man. You know, um, everybody. I rock, I rock with Aaliyah for uh, you know, um, like everybody else. So yeah, yeah, gone, gone, but not forgotten, uh, for sure. Um, listen, before we get into the show today, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I would definitely like you to like, subscribe, and get the notifications on our show on YouTube, where we put all our video content, and also follow us. On uh, oh, you can also get our uh, podcast audio podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as all our content across uh, all platforms at Statlines Matter and our exclusive live audio rooms on Fanbase. So download the Fanbase app and uh, come and join us for our live conversations, post games, pre games uh, uh, activity there. So with that said, get the business out the way. Um, but yeah, tell your friends too. Like let your friends know. That we doing something fun over here. Um, so the last time we got together, hmm. you mentioned we didn't say which son, <laughs> but there was a son, yeah, who got caught with what we gonna call the action on his phone. That action, and, and mom and dad, Marie and Rob, were trying to figure out what that punishment was gonna look like. Yeah, what be, did that punishment look like? Well, as of right now, he's just he's just been banned from the phone. I'm gonna tell you what this little jive turkey been doing though. He has, like, okay, so they got Apple Watches, like, two years ago. They never wear them. They rich never kid. use Super them. rich kids. Never. Didn't nothing. Frank Ocean make a song called Super Rich Kids? Something like that. Super Rich Friends or whatever super it rich is. Rich Kids, Oh, yeah. could be Super Rich Kids. He got a one called Pilot Jones I really like. Anyway, uh, point is, he has learned how to use the Wi-Fi to call his friends on the Apple Watch. He is, res- so one of his excuses was, when, we, when he was being interrogated about he didn't know that action on the phone, he's like, I don't, I don't know how I got on there. I don't even know that much about phones. And to which I, I laughed in the middle of the interrogation because if if that boy know anything, he know about them electronics. He could work at Circuit City, Radio Shack, all of them. Is right. Circuit, is Circuit City still around? No. Okay. Not so at he, least not where we live. He can't high five buys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Radio shack. Yeah, all that. We're aging ourselves right yes, now. But okay. So uh so the the phone has been taken away, but just watching him be just figure stuff out um has been like cause he was playing the the the, P, the PlayStation. Right. And I and I saw him like leaning over into the into onto the couch. So he's got the Apple Watch propped on one of the pillows like on the charger so he's talking to his homeboy over what? wi-fi on the damn watch and, I'm, and it's like so anyway the the punishment has been you know the the he's still banned from the because m- my wife is the one who found that action right and, and you know this gets pretty decent action he had on there like you know i mean i ain't grading the action but i'm just saying that he, he, he knew what he was looking for he, he was that, finding the, the action was decent right decent action and, and for those that don't know like he it was gifts that he found because the porn sites were blocked on his uh he tried to he told us he tried when he finally admitted he said that i tried to go to the sites but they were blocked and so i just went to google and i hit images and i was like and that's where you got the gifts because you still get that movement and you know, for those that you can get a gift that's like two seconds, so you can get a gift. Some some of them up to like eleven seconds, you know. Yeah. So and that's enough time 
Yeah. To get, to get some work in. I mean, you know. <laughs> to get that work. You know what I mean? Especially. And you can loop it. They, look, they loop, right? Yeah, yeah, all they do. And especially, you, all you got to do is just have a little focus. Yeah, and, then, I mean? and at that age, it don't take long don't to get to where you're going. To get to, to 13, get where you going. Boy, you yeah. know, I mean, even now, if I catch the right one. Yeah, like, hey, we there. And that, them, them that thumbnails is hell. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, point is, yeah, so he. <laughs> He ended up uh, just get the, the phones banned. And the reason why I say she the one found it, because I felt like, you know, she the one led the charge on the anger and stuff. I just tried to match her anger a little right. bit, um, which I couldn't because, like I like I said, I was just relieved that it wasn't like some off, some weird stuff going on on his phone. It was just regular, honest, you know, red-blooded American porn. There you go. And, well, uh, we keep us posted on what happens over at the Hunter household with Porngate. Uh, yeah, because uh, I feel like it's not done yet. It, it's not. Let us know when he get the phone back. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> that, that's kind of the next phase. Like, just keep us posted on any. Because uh, in order to hit for him to get the phone back, there's gonna have to be some other discussion. Yes, they're gonna have to be yeah. further. And I, I actually filmed a lot of the interrogation, but I haven't got the clearance to to make to a release bit about that yet. The, the, yeah. The approval. Yeah, it's, yeah, going through uh, <laughs> what they call it F. Yeah, the 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 people that uh the, the is it the FCC FCC yeah, yeah the, the the de facto FCC in my house is yes. hasn't approved but but Kingston uh saw a little bit of it he was like dad delete that dad delete oh so now you want to delete <laughs> now you want to delete <laughs> anyways um what about Valentine's Day how did you uh how'd you fare on Valentine's Day? I ain't do nothing uh I I kind of well I don't kind of I go off of you know my wife's uh. If she infers, you know, a sense of importance yeah. on that, then on anything, right? Yeah, that's yes. kind of the rule of the yes. house. Yeah, yeah. So then, it'd be important. You to like me. what she like? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you like. Yeah. yeah, it's the reverse of the coming to America. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't, we didn't do a whole, we didn't do anything actually. We've only done a little bit when we first started dating because you know you you don't necessarily know how they feel, right? So we did probably like the first. Actually, our first Valentine's Day, you footed the bill for. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. did. Yeah, yeah. You, How'd I do you, that? you gave me your Amex, and we went to uh, the pottery place and had pottery and stuff. And and then you thought I, you thought that I had lost it, and it was in your wallet. You, anyway, point is, yeah, yeah. I have no recollection. Yeah, I, you sure you didn't steal it from me? <laughs> I mean, I got it. So, no. What what year was this? Uh, this like a hundred years ago? Like oh three oh two. Wow, say yeah. less. You sure that was me? I'm positive it was you. Cause for whatever reason, you know, I needed an extra oomph. You know what I mean? So really? I got the I got the Amex. I said, man, go on, take it, girl. Go on, Amex. You know, I was doing some. I was doing boss shit back then. Huh? Well, I was working for you. Yeah, and I was and, like, man, and, go on, take it, girl. Yeah, out. you know what I mean. You gave me the company Amex, the M E S. So we went to uh, what is that? Art and Soul or uh, Bay Whisk, where you paint the pottery. Yeah, yeah. And then you bring your own liquor in. We brought a bottle of Grey Goose. You, you can know? bring. You can bring. Uh, that's blue the, summer drink. That's the whole thing. Yeah, you, uh. so you bring in your own. You know your own spirits. And that's interesting. I, the, I never, I never been. You pick whatever pottery you want. Yeah. And then you, you paint I don't like pottery. And you paint it. I don't like painting either. I don't care nothing about it either. I was yeah. just trying to, you know what I'm You're saying? trying to see what you get. I, I'm trying to, you know, my, shut, the, shut the deal down. Man, my wife, uh, 34 years, she's never Can't required. About, I ain't done no pottery since. Yeah, no, <laughs> facts. She's never required me to uh, do anything for Valentine's Day. And in 34 years, I have not. So take that how you will. Uh, I haven't done that. Um, on another issue, I'm going to move along. I watched the... Uh, Kanye West, Gen—I think it's well it's spelled cool, but it's yeah. genius. Genius, yeah. Docu series. 
Why would they spell it like that? I love that. I don't I don't feel one way or another about it. I just how did you arrive at J E E N? Because he's Space. it's Kanye. But it, it, I don't think he got a whole lot to do with it. Yeah, he does. I mean, he signed this is his thing. He but signed I think up on he this. signed a clearance like a long time ago. Before, you know. Nah, I'm pretty sure he stamped this. Because I know I know that on his Instagram he was like, you just telling Netflix like I need to see an edit before I you know, I think they gave him a lot of consideration, and then well, it was very well done. Yeah, it was I mean, not it was super. It was super tight. I actually came away. Obviously, I'm in the industry. I've met Kanye loosely a couple times. We're not friends or even acquaintances like that. But I've been critical of this new version of, uh, you know, riding around in the car and and uh, air your family laundry out, Kanye. Uh, I've been critical of that, but. It was obvious to me in this first episode what the imbalance is. Now, um, I thought it was really well done, and I have a different respect for him than I had. I always respected him. He's a creative genius, one of the most important creators, if not the most important creator of our modern time, uh, because he's doing it in music and fashion, and it seems like whatever he touches. Particularly fashion, right? Because we're always setting the trends in in music yeah but to, but, to be but like, even the music he's made is 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 on another level than what people are doing every day but i have so much respect for his grind the wherewithal to even do this uh at that time you know because it wasn't easy to put a camera on yourself and walk around you know it's not like you know we have phones and stuff now sure. and when he started this journey in 98 you know you had to <laughs> you got to have something and them coming together to do this was super dope and I don't want to give it away because it's a docu-series, but I understand a lot more. And I'm going to go, I've used my platform here to to give him a lot of grief and I'm not going to do that no more. So what what did you find was the imbalance? What do you think it, it, it was? Or is? One of the things that I noticed is his relationship with his mother was, um, I, I totally could relate to it because if you've ever been that person to somebody's, creative dreams which i have been when nobody else knows what y'all are doing and you've opted all the way in it's like you understand that you're the person that's giving that person life you don't really consciously think of it you just like man i believe in this the exact same way you do and i had to believe in something like that and watching his mom i got it and then the minute and because he didn't have anybody else it was just him and her for the most part yes when she left this earth that balance went away. Now, everybody always said, you know, he ain't been the same since his mom died. I get it now. Because what happens a lot for people who choose this life, the music life, the creative, the arts, more times than not, somebody is around you telling you you're tripping. You need to uh, think about what's realistic. You need a real job. Like, and normally that person is your mom or your dad. It'd be the people closest to you really trying to get you to not do the thing that you don't, that you think is possible that nobody else does. Make sure you got a plan B. Exactly. His mom was not the plan B mom. His mom was like, no, you hot. Oh, you got this. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, now you hot. Like, she was spitting the rhymes. Yes, she was. Yeah. And she was like, I thought that, I thought that was worth a million dollars, Kanye. Like, telling your son that, your adolescent son, you know, your teenage kid, that his rhymes are going to be worth a million dollars. Yeah. Is, is literally 
worth more than a million dollars. And that obviously yeah. it turned out to be that. One of the things that, that struck me and I was just talking to um our crew uh before the uh before we got rolling was you know, I fancy myself as an A and R. I work for you guys in that capacity. Yeah. Um and I, I always like to I would I would want always wanted want to know would I be able to call that then. Sure. And one of the things that I came away with was a resounding yes. Yeah. Um he he was completely plugged into his greatness, whether whether or not whether it was just blissful ignorance before uh before and it's it's interesting because you could see before the app the, the 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 confirmations before the you know, when it was just pats on the back and then you know you start getting checks for your for your creativity and then you start to get the the you know the, the critical success the number ones and the Grammys before all of those things he had that that uh that glow and now obviously in you in if y'all get a chance to check it out you know very early he's very he's you know he says that there there shouldn't be a way that I can lose with what I'm doing right now. And what he was willing like, to get to it. Yeah, and I yeah. don't see, you know, the 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 story with him running uh, 20, yeah. 20 uh, blocks yeah. because he didn't have money for a cab to play his music for Shine. And I, I want to say this too, like that that particular thing really stuck out to me because uh, I just, I guess anybody could do it, but I'm going to claim that as, as some Chicago shit because I watched my brother, my older brother do the same thing he used to carry his keyboards on the train and walk for miles and miles for sessions and rehearsals and times when he didn't have money for the train to carry his stuff. It's like when you're committed to making something happen, there's a resolve and a sense. It's like a thing you get in your eyes that's not going to let you fail. And it's like I related to that because I'm like when, you know, watching my brother Laney, Laney Stewart do that, like growing up in those days when it was literally just me and him like believing in in this real this this thing that felt abstract but very attainable and i saw that same type of thing in kanye it was crazy you know and obviously we from the same city different parts of the city but i i completely related to the experience and i can't wait to see the next episode yeah man can i tell you how crestfallen i was when the next one didn't load up like I was like, yeah. hey, what's going on here? Yeah, I usually let them build up so I can just smash yeah. through them, well, like but, whatever. But, but everybody that, was talking about it, and then they were tweeting about it. So I was like, I better watch it because it was spoiling. Well, I didn't know that they were re- releasing them like like how they back then in the eighties. Like, okay, you get this one this week, and then yeah. next week, you know, you get the other episode of Roots. Yeah. Like I didn't, I yeah. thought, I thought that they it was gonna load right up. I, I was unaware yeah. that they were releasing. Nah, them. something else popped up. Yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew as soon as it came on. No, I was see, like, oh, see, yeah. see. So you, you didn't have the same feeling of emptiness. I like, cause I, I just sat for you know it was an hour and a half. Yeah, so I yeah. was all like, all right, here we go. We go. I'm yeah. strapped in. I'm gonna be on watching this till one o'clock in the morning. And I, I know some people were dragging on Twitter, some of the people, I'm not going to use their name because I know those people. Like, those people I know, the people at, at uh, They passed on him? Oh, oh, the people that... They weren't passing on him. They were not as responsive. <laughs> I'm going to walk very and, light. And it's funny because the rhymes that he did in their office, that was a hit record. It was absolutely a hit record. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I always judge the same way. And in fact, I think we've talked about this it's the job of the people in the music industry. And I don't care if you're working in a mail room or accounting when that walks in the door. Yeah. You don't have to go crazy, but you better walk out your office and go, y'all need to hear this. Yeah. That's the job. Yeah. Yeah. That is the gig. The because 
when special shows up, special can't leave. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You got to keep special yeah. in. And contrary to what a lot of people, th- what a lot of people think who are trying to get into the business, you know, now it's the barriers aren't as thick as they used to be. It used to be hard to get you in know, the office like I that. I would get, I would get tapes, you know, stacked on my desk. Not, not as high as, as some outfits, but about, you know, about yay high, about, about, about a foot high. And I would, you know, when I'm listening to them, when you have someone come perform for you or they manage to get your ear for however long, you're you, you, the idea you're hoping that it's actually Michael Jackson thriller. You're hoping that it's actually, right. you know, Prince or Kanye or, you know, Kendrick. You're you're hoping for that. And and when you 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 try to give when they're not that you try to give that constructive you know feedback or you pass, they think that it's hating. And right. it's, it's it's actually in my best interest for you to be the best thing I've ever heard. Right. So so it's not. It's, and everyone thinks they are because, you know, people gas them up. But and, and everything ain't for everybody. But your job is to identify the special. No. And yeah. Yeah. Because it ain't like he was like Memphis Bleak or somebody like that was Kanye West. Like it's, yeah. But even though you don't know it's Kanye West. You just got to be able to hear. But that's my point. The talent level is still a difference. Like it's if Memphis, like I, even then Memphis Bleak rapping and Kanye rapping, it's different. And you got to yeah. know if you're if you have a if you have a job in the music industry and a perfect it's that's a professional gig. Yeah. It's like being a it's like it's like being a coach. Your job is to put the talent in the best position. Yeah. To you know to win. You know if if Devin Booker comes in you know and you pass on him for Cameron Payne that's 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 to me that's that's to me Memphis Bleak is Cameron Payne. And Kanye's Devin Booker. But I think for context, the people that he was rapping for were not A&R people. But I still believe it, when you're in a company in music, it's like if... I'm in if, charge of the software, man. I if you're know. using your basketball analogy, if Kevin Durant walks in at seven feet tall and starts showing you the handle, showing you the hezzy, shooting a three... And you let him leave. And, and you from the ticketing department... You're supposed to go, hey, hold on, wait, wait here for a second. <laughs> Let me go get the player personnel people to see you're seven foot doing some shit I ain't never seen yeah, before. Yeah. Like, you I'm not saying you gotta you just gotta do that. You just gotta go, hold on. That's all I'm saying. You ain't gotta, anyway. you ain't, yeah, you ain't gotta go to the mattresses, but at least yeah. like, hold on, I think this yeah. is a you, little different. You, can you wait here for a second? Right, let you me know. go up here and get yeah. Yeah, just that's what you're supposed to do. Um the Super Bowl happened this week. Uh it was a uh, interesting game. It we we had our predictions, and I feel like we how we thought the game would be played. Some of it happened, some of it didn't. You know, because we're betters, we think about the line. So I didn't cover the line, even though when I gave my prediction, I didn't. Necessarily, I gave gave a score. Yeah. But uh, so the Rams won it, close game. What do you think? Like looking back at it now. What's your take on the game, the legacy of Matt Stafford? Uh, where does Burrow go from here? It's a lot of things that come to mind. What, what's your general take on the game, and 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 where teams go from here? Well, I, I, I didn't looking at the game. A lot of times, you know, what it looks like on paper when you get up under lights that bright. Sometimes it has a, a little bit to go, a little bit uh, to go, a little bit not according to script. This one went exactly according to script. Uh, the, the quarterbacks were evenly matched, even though I think Joe Burrow outplayed Matthew uh, Matthew Stafford from a yardage and completion. I mean, he, Matthew Stafford threw two picks, um, but made the throw when he needed to in the end. Um, 
and the defense, they I mean the O line for the Bengals did what they do. They were a you know a turnstile. And Joe Burrow still had them on the precipice of winning the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. And again, the 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 line was the Achilles heel, um, which you know, it ended up stopping them on a fourth and one, which I don't know. Anyway, they I, I thought they could have ran a different play, but whatever. Anyway, point is, um, you know, and just looking at it, right, the, the Rams averaged one point nine yards a carry. Yeah. You know, um, it was just it was a game, it was a game that uh it was entertaining obviously to the end. And um, I, I just I, I couldn't believe how right we both were in our predictions where we were like, I was saying that, you know, Joe Burrow been getting sacked all year and they've been finding a way. Right. Um, where they go from here. You know, I think I think Joe Burrow needs to take a hard look at continuing his career, you know, with the Bengals. Um, just given they didn't have like the blow it off the doors season anyway. Um, right. They got hot in the playoffs. Like similar, you think about like Eli Manning back when they won their first, uh, their first Super Bowl, winning all those playoff games on the road, mm-hmm. ended up, uh, you know, obviously winning the whole thing. And you, this felt very similar. Yeah. Um. So I think you know if 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 Joe Burrow because you think about the the Browns and the nastiness of that organization from day one, and you think about what what Joe Burrow had to overcome in order to get to, to get that team to where they are. Um, because it's not like, it's not like a great organization. You think about, think about when Aaron Rodgers took over Green Bay, he's taking over Brett Favre. They yeah. always have pieces around. They're yeah. always able to build. You think about great organizations like the 49ers from Montana to Steve Young to, you know, even Jeff Garcia and all the quarterbacks that came up. They always are in the mix. They, they, they have their down years, but yeah, they always come back. The Bengals ain't never, yeah, they don't never be good. They don't hardly ever be good. And I just think Joe, if he, you know, look at what Matthew Stafford did when he left Detroit. It took him one year. Yeah, you know, and so I think, you know, for me, I think that Joe Burrow needs to take a hard look at, like, if you want to, if you want to, you know, be that guy that you know that Tom Brady, that Michael Jordan, and you know, plays for an organization who doesn't have a history of winning to try to. I mean, you can you can try that out, or you can go to a nice winning culture and you know yeah. try to see if you can. Listen, I mean, I think he's. They were two wins the year they were able to get the number one pick to get him, and then they were four wins uh, with, the injury. with the injuries to him that allowed them to get uh, Jamar Chase. So, and then you get to ten wins in the Super Bowl. So they're the arrows pointing up for for the team. I agree with you about the organization. The organization is not good, um, but quarterbacks fix that. Um, wide receivers fix that. They're not going to let him get out of there. Um, the team has uh, mechanisms in which to keep him for beyond his contract. Yeah, and the franchise, franchise, franchise him again. And then, then they could transition tag. I mean, they could, yeah, they could do that. But uh, Kirk Cousins, you know, managed to, you know, weather those storms. Yeah. And you know what the funny thing is? Is like you can work through the franchise tag if you if you wanted to sign someone. You just have to give up your first round pick. So if you really wanted to, if the guy really wanted to go to you, you could still. And I, I and I would advise everybody that doesn't have a quarterback, you know, yeah, even Stafford. if you have a quarterback, I'm saying name Stafford, name Stafford or whoever. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, he's you an upgrade. Probably wanna he's upgrade. Go ahead and make that happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's gonna happen because it was really just designed to, to limit player movement. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a team give up the compensation package to sign someone who was franchised. So they just extended Zach Taylor. Uh, yeah, as they should. Sixteen he and thirty six. 
uh, 16 and 32. He's on that. He's on that, though. You get to the Super Bowl, you earn the pay raise. Period. But so okay, so then do you think that do you think that is is Zach is a beneficiary of Joe or you think Zach's that good? It doesn't even matter. Oh, well, but uh, but if you're giving him a pay raise, he's a coach cuz I don't cuz I don't He's I a mean, coach of a team that went to the Super Bowl and he coached the guy up. Okay. I I I I mean think, Burrow's not like he didn't go play by himself. He didn't play by himself, but I think that I, I mean I'm just looking at his record you know, before, and I'm looking at, I mean, 16 to 32 to get that extension. But they brought him there to coach this guy. They did. They've been there the same amount of time. They did. They did. They did. So, I mean, well, I I, I thought they got him. Zach was there during the the two-win season. We we had to look it up. I I thought they came at the same time. But anyways, nah, you're the coach. Like, you know me. I am you. You know, I'm from the school of you are what your resume says you are. You took a terrible team. Well, the, re- the resume terrible- says not that great. The resume said he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the, I'm saying, but they 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 and gave, took they a, gave uh, an extension to a guy who's way under five hundred. But he took a four win team in the very next season to a Super Bowl. That's by any measure, any account. That's arrow pointing in the right. So way. if he so so you think so do you feel like you say he took them. So do you feel like He's the head coach. He's the head coach but, yeah. but is he riding, you know, is he I guess what the question is is he more Ed Orgeron? You know, I mean he, This ain't college though. But but Joe Burrow he This the, ain't college. Ed Orgeron was a beneficiary of Joe Burrow. So the I mean and I mean, look. I mean, you can see it that way, but that just ain't I'm how just, the world I'm, works. I'm asking, that's all. Now, I'm not – I don't make it is a – Gene Chizik? Was he a beneficiary I, of Cameron Newton? It doesn't matter. It, that doesn't matter to me. Well, but it matters to me if you open up the the, 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 the checkbook and pay a guy. Well, yeah, but I'm saying if – I mean, I know, I don't want anybody ever coming taking my accomplishments down and go, oh, well, you know, y'all made that hit because it was a – you benefited from nah, – if I'm connected to it and this my guys did it, then – you're going to pay my guys, and I'm going to get mine. Like, I don't believe in taking nobody's accomplishments off the board. Like, you did it, you did it. They, uh, okay. Because you know you know what's going to happen? Gene Chizik's going to die as a champion football coach. Correct. But I think – but I so if you look at Ed Orgeron, I said it when it was and happening. he will too. I was like, the, the, he's, he's, he, he can coach his, coach his way out of a you know, wet paper bag. Maybe not. And I think that – and you saw that. And so, so I think that, you know, overpaying a guy for being – riding the coattails of a generational-type talent, I just think that's a, that's a bad business model. I mean, then I so, don't know – Because that's not intrinsic value. That's the opposite of intrinsic value. Listen, I, I, look, we, can, we can debate that. I'm saying from the standpoint of if you're, if you're in business with somebody and – you pay them to do a job and then they do it to whatever the highest level is or right underneath. If I, if I'm working, if, if I have somebody working for me and then I'm at the Grammys because of what, <laughs> right. what they did, I'm right. not, I can't look at them and go, well, you know, intrinsically, you know, he's a generational <laughs> talent. So I'm like, nah, you did your thing. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's just kind of how it goes. Like that's the way I see it. I think your resume, good and bad, you have to live with. Now, if they come back to your point and go four and twelve next year, so then we, you're that's your resume. So we'll table it until there's nothing to table. No, 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 It's not four and twelve. It's yeah. four and what thirteen now? No, four and thirteen. Whatever, whatever it is. But I'm saying if they if they become a four win team again, then but bro, but if they're four and thirteen, bro, gotta own that too. Facts, but like that's what I'm saying. It's like you're they both they linked. 
Just all in, all in together. Um, I don't know. Real quick before we talk about the halftime show, one thing that's popped up is a uh, a situation. I don't know if you've seen it. A woman by the name of Kelly Smiley was at the Rams parade going up on the stage when Matt Stafford, drunk Matt Stafford and his wife. It was an awesome speech. We're walking up uh, on the stage and she fell. And I saw it and I was just like, oh, that was funny. But Matt saw her fall because he was drunk and was like, turned his back and just kept going. Watch this woman fall off the stage. Turns out this woman is seriously injured, has a spinal cord injury. And now Matt is, because it looks really bad on Matt. His wife went to aid the woman. But Matt just like, Matt was drunk and just was like, Matt kept it pushing. Yeah. Like club okay. style. Like, you know how something happened in a club and you'd be like, yeah, that's my man's, <laughs> but I'm going to the section anyway. Uh, he went to he went to the section. And uh, he went to the champagne and the bottles. And yeah. The- okay. he And he just started ordering. But he offered to pay for her, uh, her medical expenses, okay. which have now mounted. Um, so I read a Twitter thread where it was interesting because he was getting roasted for trying to throw money at it. And, but then people were getting mad because of the way he acted. But I think he, he did act poorly. Cause I can honestly say if I was in that situation and a woman was around me and I saw, even if it wasn't off a stage, even just tripped and fell, I would try to aid that woman. I'm a gentleman. And I think most men would do that, uh, drunk or not. But I also think that, uh, he did make the mistake and I think he's doing the right thing because he does have the money to help her. He, but then they're trying to, they're, they're the people are trying to money shame him. Oh, Oh they're yeah. Like, ah, you just gonna throw your money. I'm like, well, it, what difference does it make? It still helps what, her. They want him to operate. What they want him to do? I don't know what they like, want him to do. I think, I mean, unless he got some medical degree, I don't know about, I mean, and then, and, and then given the fact, okay, look, okay. I just want to say that I have been drunk before in my life a few times or inebriated, I guess I'll say. I haven't always made the most solid decisions. Mm-hmm. So for him to, you know, to, to what seemed like I, I haven't seen the footage, so yeah. I'm speaking blindly here, but I'm, I'm not sure outside of like, oh, if he goes over there and says, hey, are you OK? Right. You know, that looks better right. than walking away. Yeah, but, as a man. But okay, well, what's better though? You go over there saying, hey, are you all right? Oh, can someone get some help? And then just leaving it there or offering to pay for every damn thing? Well, I think one sort of created the other one. I think it if, did. He, it if did. he goes over there and he brings the necessary attention, because obviously she needed real but medical attention. But if he don't attention. cut no check, she's got all those bills yeah. or, or someone. Yeah, because he didn't have anything to that. do with her yeah. falling. Yeah. Um, no, I think he should have conducted himself like a human. Of course. Like a gentleman. Of course. Um, but considering he didn't, he helped her. And I think the people who were like, oh, he's just throwing money. It's like, speak for yourself. He's helping that woman. Well, and also, you know, let's, let's you know, the circumstance, it ain't like he was on his way, you know, to the big lots at a Walmart. Like, oh, he just saw her fall out and whatever, and he just kept walking. He's in the middle of celebrating literally his biggest career accomplishment yeah. in his entire life. Yeah. And so so he's intoxicated with that, and he's also intoxicated with well, other well, things. He had 1942. Yeah. I think it was about 1942. <laughs> so, 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 you know, in I, I just say, yeah, in Yeho. Yes. So I would say cut the guy just a little bit of slack. Yeah, that's how I feel. Um. Hey. He stepped up to do the right thing and he helped the woman. I, and I just want to say it annoys me when people try to like they try to measure someone's 
generosity and and sometimes in philanthropy based on how much money they have. Because then you try to judge, well, yeah, I mean, he gave, you know, $50,000, but, you know, how much does he have? So it doesn't really mean he anything. He got $5 billion. But it doesn't matter because it helps the people that it helps. It doesn't matter how much he has. If you help somebody, yeah. you help them and you came through. And those people are almost always appreciative. And it's the people who are not part of it that are sitting here going, it's this, that, and the third. I've heard her say nothing, and I wish her, uh, Kelly Smiley, wish her the best in a speedy recovery because it was like, when you first saw it, it was funny. You didn't know that on the other side of that somebody had really gotten injured. Yeah, and, I, and I'll just I'll, I'll say this. You know, if my wife show up to something, that's like both of us showing up. So, you know, the fact that Miss Stafford went over there, yeah. he's like, oh, my wife, you know, my wife got it. Like, oh, it just looked bad. Like, if, I sh- if my wife sends a gift, that's from both of us. Yeah. If she show up to the, to the, to the, the christening or she show up to the baby, that's both of us. Yeah. So, you know, in a way, you know, she represented the Stafford. But if brass. a woman falls in the forest, you hear her. <laughs> As a man, you still. As a man, you still. Is it Kelly Smiley? Is that her name? Kelly Smiley. Best wishes. We. Yeah. We, we hope you. Well. Wish you a speedy recovery. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad that hopefully the money helps, uh, despite what the. You what said the, that the, the bills is two million, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, seven seven fifty. What do you think of the? Uh, well, I know we, I have a pretty good idea what you thought of the halftime show, but um, there's a lot of discussion about the halftime show. It was dope. It was Dre. It was a lot of big artists. What was your take? I mean, what else can you say? I mean, it was everybody up there, right? It was legendary. Yeah. Kendrick to 50 to Mary, you know, um, Dr. Dre. I, I mentioned this to you before. I was like, I just wish they could have sprinkled in a little bit of Ruthless Records, a little bit of, you know, where's MC Ren? You know, where's Yella? Where's Ice Cube? You know, you could have just sprinkled in a little Lady of Rage, Corrupt Dash. You know, that would have been, that would have been like some nice little surprises that I would have really enjoyed. That only you would have enjoyed. <laughs> you know what I mean, hey, look at him. I mean, I Cube. Rock, when the last time you seen Lady of Rage do I rock rough and stuff? When's the last Afro time you heard it? It's been a while. Yeah. I'm just, so I'm just saying. I'm just so saying. I would just hey. say maybe the. And she had the Afro puffs. Maybe the fam you game is for that. <laughs> maybe not the Super Bowl. Not the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah so I would have liked to see. For, you know, for, for that. Like like that, that would have been. Because so, it seemed like, you know, I mentioned this to you before. The aftermath, you know, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Uh, you know, featuring Mary. The yeah. aftermath, which led to beats, which led to the billions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the the, the, the winning team. <laughs> it was the, the winning win. stuff. Hey, but hey, look, NWA straight out of Compton, that was that 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 led a whole genre of music. Gangsta music did not even exist before that. That came out. So I would have liked to see at least if MC Ren and Yella and Dre could have came up there with the Easy E hologram, that'd have been lit. I mean, it is not <laughs> it was never gonna happen like that. Well, uh, that's probably true. I'm it was just never, saying. That was like I just want to help you with this. That that never entered the room. That that, that up, never entered the room. Like up. when they said, "Hey, how are we gonna?" They sat down with Pepsi, and you know, that never entered the room. They never said we nobody. Gonna, nobody said we're that. gonna break out. Do you think nobody okay, said Yella and Ren? If you're Yella and you're MC Ren, did did you think that there was a slight chance no. you could have slipped? So they wasn't even Absolutely looking not. at their phones. Like no, the I know only, Drake the, gonna call in a minute. The best that they could have expected was for him to add some element of it, transition 
that they would have gotten a sink on because they they have to pay sinks on all that stuff. So yeah, okay. So if they were writers on it, they maybe would have yeah, hundred miles and running. Like they could have done that. Yeah. That'd have been that'd have been spectacular. Or f the police at the at the at the halftime show. Yeah, that'd have been gangster. Yeah, it, no, it would have been gangster <laughs> for sure. Um, I don't know if it was ever like I said. I don't know if it ever came in the room. That so that, that, that it never even got up on the whiteboard and got no. wiped off. No, it never. Nobody <laughs> nobody had to knock that down because that was never gonna happen. Do you think it was the best show? Because a lot of people are going, it's the best that it's the best halftime show. Period. No, I think that's prisoner of the moment. Um, talk. Uh, I think Prince was the number one of all time. Uh, Purple Rain in the Rain will never be supplanted. Uh, I mentioned that to you before. That's it. Especially when it started raining. I if I think Prince somehow made it start raining during that whole performance and that's it's gonna go down as the best michael jackson is number two because i still can't figure out how he was going from one side of the stadium to the other you side. know he, he didn't when you look at it those he was dancers on, but then it was it was him like the camera was close on his face it wasn't how it you know because i watched i watched it too i watched seven super bowl performances last night in preparation for this moment yeah. and let me be clear Prince's performance was not the best. Prince's performance was the best. I'm going to tell you why. Let's walk through it. Because I was ready for this. First of all. That's messed up. First of all. I didn't know he's going to ambush Prince's me. Prince's sound was not what, as a Prince fan, I've watched plenty of his shows. His sound was not the not the business. His guitar, his lead guitar was way too I'm loud. I'm going to speak for Prince and say you're wrong. You're okay. Right. And I say go Mike, to the tape, go to YouTube. And, and, and I'm going to give you guys some points, some homework. Go listen to the performance and tell me was his guitar too loud? Ain't nobody doing Couldn't that. hear the band. The band was the band was muffled and the guitar was too loud. Did the rain fall? I ain't talking about the rain. The second thing is Prince has one of the greatest song catalogs in the history of music. He sang two covers. He sang "Proud Mary," "I Can Tina," and he sang "Give You the Best" by the Foo Fighters. Big mistake. Many points lost. He only sang three of his own songs. Did purple? Did the rain fall? And it was purple. And out of I've seen Purple Rain performed in person. I've seen it on YouTube a ton. It was not his best performance of Purple Rain. That right. this idea that Prince had the best performance. The light show was cool. It was not the best. It was not the best. It was not better than what Drake. It was fire. He had the rag around his head. We love Prince. He would lean in. The mouth was opening up. Yeah, like how he do. Yeah, it was raining. Go back. Go back and watch down. It. The best. And then after you get done with that, and then Michael going everywhere in the stadium. That wasn't Michael. Those were dancers that popped up in. The that game. remains to be seen. Was he? A, a, he's a, a genie. What is he? A, hey, some, hey, David he? Copperfield. The white man ain't the only one that could do tricks. But Mike was never known. For Mike tricks. was magic. No, David Mike was known for tricks. Yeah, but that, hey, Michael's but, never known for tricks. But he pulled some off, and that's what I'm saying. He got a lot of capabilities, and that was one of the capabilities I'm a, I'm that he tell displayed. You, you know why everybody think that Mike's performance was so great, and yeah. it was dope. Is that when he popped up on the stage? When he finally popped up on the stage, it took him like eight minutes. It literally used to. Yeah, and I was I was he spelled for like out. eight minutes. I was spelled. I was in the hooters. I was like, what's he gonna do? What is he going to do? Oh, the anticipation of killing me. I just couldn't. And then he just went. Whoop. I was like, oh. And I, I almost he didn't go. He took him off slow. Yeah, yeah, slow. Okay, yeah, that. Slow. And it, that was lit. And then he lip synced every song after that. 
Hey, look, look at here. You so you mad about the sound with the prince? That now you mad about especially this? Especially because you mad about everything. Especially okay. because Prince's sound is what he's all about. So where do you rank the last night's performance, or I mean, or the Super Bowl? This Super Bowl performance. I thought it was great. I thought. Yeah, it was but great. I'm saying you. I thought it was. It, I'm gonna tell you it's why. Behind Prince. Nah, it's number one for me. Prince is not even. I watched some others. Prince got beat. Like Prince got beat by Prince got beat by Madonna. If we keeping it a buck, comment on this. If we keeping it a buck, Prince got beat by Madonna. No way. Go back and Madonna. Go back and watch. Tell me I'm lying. He got beat by Madonna, and he got beat by Bruno when Bruno had his own show with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was fire. You know what? When they say you reach a certain level of anger, you need to just breathe. Yeah, breathe. (sighs) I challenge you to go see and and tell me who rocked it better. Just breathe like Blue Cantrell say. Wow. All I'm saying is, before y'all start, because when I talked about Prince before, y'all was all in my yo, DMs. Yo, man, you be out here, I had so yo. many people in my DMs trying to kill me. Y'all not going to kill yo, me. Yo, you be. I'm a Prince fan. It's okay to hold him. God, son. It's, it's okay to hold him to his standard. That wasn't his standard, yo. The rain fell. The guitar sounded great. The purple rain. The songs was fire. He was fire. That's it. Go like, watch it. When's the last here? time you actually watched it? Uh, five years ago, something like that. Go catch up. Go get caught up. All right. I mean, I, but it's I'm. Well, you gonna be watching be number one again? Okay. No, watch it and tell me if the things that I pointed out are real things for you. I they may be real things, but they they're not gonna things. knock I'm it not off gonna number here, one. I'm not gonna sit here in front of tons of people and just make up some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, but I'm just saying you put a little, you waited it too much. You're like you're 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 the you're the with the Russian judge that's like you know oh they breathe too hard on the landing so eight. No. Did you see? You're not you're supposed to hold your I'm breath on the landing. Prince to his other performances, bro. All right. All right. Um, let's talk about the NBA before we get out of here. Okay. Uh, we're right here at the All Star break. It's All Star oh, Weekend, yeah. which I gotta give the NBA a shout out. Nobody does like does their thing the way that it. Well, obviously, the NFL throws huge events, but the NBA understands its audience. They understand how to market to their audience, and they create a weekend that speaks to the NBA fan, the people who opt in. NBA All Star Weekend is a thing that honestly. I've never participated in, but I I am going to at some point. Stat lines will have a presence. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We gotta pull up, but I gotta, you know, I I'm a little particular about where I sit and you know all that kind of stuff. So I gotta wait until like we can really get our weight up, yeah. and then we can be taken. So care the of. more shares, the more likes, the more comments. Exactly, <laughs> you get us to All Star Weekend. <laughs> um, so we're at the mid. Well, we're actually not at the midpoint. The All Star break actually comes. Dang, they're three fourths of the way. Yes, the yes, yes, yes. And for some reason, I just noticed that. Well, because we, they started, move it? It, it, we started a little bit earlier now, okay. like a little bit earlier than normal. Yeah, I'm like, man, I thought it would have been earlier, but but so we're kind of at a point now. Um, I'm very excited that my Bulls are sitting uh, in a tie for the East, top of the East, despite tons of injuries, missing four starters uh, for the last few weeks, and. We, Winning five straight going in, I got because I never talk about the Bulls here that much on uh, on the podcast because we we tend to always talk about the Lakers and the Nets, you know, the teams with the you know the big names and the big expectations. National but, profile, yeah. But I will say that uh, Demar Derozan is playing the Bulls into uh, that profile. He's doing some amazing things. The first player 
since Will, the only player, him and Will Chamberlain, to have seven straight games of 35 points and over 50% shooting. The only two players ever do that. Which is, it's more impressive because De- DeRozan is, de- plays away from the basket. Way away so, from the basket. So, like, that should be, uh, that, that, that accomplished. I, I, and I saw the graphic, I just didn't click on it, that, mm-hmm. that said that, you know, uh, De- DeRozan has done something that puts him in the same company of Wilt. But I didn't know it was that. That is outstanding. Yeah, like, I, I mean he's a he's a he's a jump shooter. Yeah, you know for him to to, to have yeah that's that's exceptional. And he has like a hundred and forty ish. Don't quote me on the exact number. More mid range makes than the person in the second position, which is Dev Booker, who's an excellent mid range sure in is. his own right. He has like a hundred and forty more makes. Yeah, than, yeah, because yeah. Dev will pull up for the three. Yeah. But he but he's a mid range guy. Yeah. To, to your point, because yeah. that's why he's second. Yeah. Yeah. But uh no, DeRozan, like I think, you know, DeRozan's had forty and thirty eight, I think, the last two games. All uh, he had one three last game, but you know, he'll go games without even a three attempt. Uh he's getting deuces and getting to the it's line. Like Jordan early in it's, his career. Yeah, it's like it's like Jordan. Like like late Jordan too. Like you know, well, I know I know early in his career, like obviously the game where he scored sixty three in the Garden, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't attempt a three. Yeah, no three. Yeah, well, Jordan was never really a big three point shooter. Well, he that's was, why, and I'm just saying that's yeah. why he was very Jordan esque yeah. with the mid range game. Yeah, with the, so, definitely. Yeah. And in, in, in the early days, Michael got a lot at the rim. In the late days, it was a lot of the fadeaways and the, like the things that you're seeing from sure. DeRozan. And it's almost like in a weird way, and this might be blasphemous for some, but I said this uh, to my wife who has to listen to me talk sports. Uh, while I'm watching the game, but like DeRozan's mid-range game is the grandchild of Michael Jordan, I believe, because I think he is the the basketball son of Kobe, who is the son of Michael in terms of that mid-range, the footwork, getting to your spots. That's very eloquent and, uh, uh, and all that. And I, I think, didn't think I was going to say eloquent today. Very <laughs> but you eloquent. Got a to say yeah, eloquent. Very eloquent. Um, so I think I think his game is the grandson of Michael. Oh, eloquent ass. You know, um, but in terms of these nets. Sixers, the Harden-Simmons trade, um, so much has been discussed. Harden still is doesn't really have a timetable to return. I thought it was after the All-Star break. I mean, but they didn't say immediately after the All-Star. He's rehabbing. The, the hamstring, everybody thought the hamstring was not real. The ham, turns out the hamstring is a real Yeah, they, uh, the MRI revealed which, some inflammation. interesting enough, was what kept him out of the playoffs. Yes. Yo, so well, maybe it's well, well, because he tried to play through that yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, and you know, for to Harden's credit, he did. And you know, but obviously, like you look at like some of these guys who are who have risked who have risked it uh, in the past. You, one of the more notable was Isaiah Thomas when he was with the Celtics, uh, played him played himself out of the money, and at Danny A, well, allegedly at Danny at Danny Ainge's behest was wanting him to get on the court. Yeah, and uh, played himself basically not necessarily into a career-ending injury, but a career-ending injury in the way that it, the, the, the trajectory was going. Oh, yeah. I mean, it may as well. I mean, he's out here on 10 days. Yeah. 10-day so, contracts. Like, he went from what would have been at that time a max deal, 130, 140, $150 was, I believe, second in the league in scoring to Harden at that time. The, the yeah. yeah. I mean, he was averaging 30 a game. Coming out of coming the Boston year. Yeah. Um, And he, was, he led the league that year. He was number one in fourth-quarter scoring. Yeah. He's a bucket, but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's injury or not. He just can't catch up with anybody because he's got a couple of looks. Uh, I think the Lakers had him. I mean, he the Lakers brought him in and he led them in scoring that night. That night, yeah, but then <laughs> but then they did. And then the, then the yeah. Isaiah Thomas showed up. <laughs> like, oh man, he was one he, for ten. Yeah, and, and I think he was having trouble on the defensive end. And well, 
Yes, he would. And then they always what was the Mavericks, I believe, for a second. And yeah. anyway, point is I but yes, so so that trade has gone down. We talked about it on our previous podcast. Um immediately, if if you're asking or inferring, I think that the 76ers have won it in the short term. Yeah. Um, just given the fact that that you know they have a guy who is for all intents and purposes is gonna come back. Right. Um he, you know, he's already practicing. Uh, with them, I mean, for those of you, you may have seen the footage. Him and Embiid have been practicing, so I think that, uh, I think that in the practicing together, the pick and roll stuff. <coughs> so I think in a, in the immediate, they have won the trade just because they get a guy who's ready to play uh, within you know a week or two. Yeah, and then you look at you look at uh, the Nets. I think they've it's clear. I think they've won it for provided Ben come back at some point because I, I just didn't know that there was no timetable when it initially went down. Yeah. There was still, he, he you know, he from his camp, there's no timetable for him to return because of conditioning. And I just don't understand what you've been doing all this yeah. time. If you ain't been like, you've been at the crib playing Fortnite. Like, why aren't you <laughs> ready to play? Yeah. Like you look at a guy like, look at, look at Clay Thompson. And I know I'm going all over the place. If Clay Thompson can come off of, you know, a blown out ACL, MCL, whatever he had. And Achilles. All that. Back. And he's, you know, he's coming out, you know, he was first, he was on a 20 minute, I believe it was 20 minute, uh, minutes limit. Why can't you come out there and, cause ain't nothing wrong but your head. Right. Well, I'll say this. Um, we don't know what the messaging is. Teams are going to say what they're going to say. Um, he's going to play at some point. The key to their chances is when, LeBron, uh, when Kevin Durant's going to play. When Kevin Durant comes back, even without, uh, Ben, just playing with Curry, Seth Curry, playing with whenever they can get Kyrie services, uh, and <laughs> Drummond now, you know, because Drummond kind of lost his way with the Lakers, which happens sometimes with players play with LeBron. You have to figure out how to play with LeBron. You know, I'm not saying necessarily that's LeBron's fault, but like you have to find your game within what LeBron is doing, and he uh, Drummond had problems with that, but then he found his game when he left. 76ers. Um, 76ers. Um, so I think when Durant comes back, then it's just about easing Ben in. I don't think there's any pressure for him to come in and perform. Just do the things he does best, play defense, rebound, distribute the basketball, which I think things that will come easy to him. Uh, and there won't be pressure for him to score. Whereas with Harden, because they gave up so much, he's got to fill that that space. Yeah, He's got a ball. Like sure Ben can come in and but I think, I ease think, his way in, and they'd still be a championship caliber ball club when Kevin Durant's playing. Perhaps when the the uh, ban is lifted, if, if Kyrie's playing in all the games with Seth, with Patty Mills, with Lamarcus Aldridge, Kevin Durant healthy, tough team. I think they're tough, but I think that they they are the glaring need, and I still I still think they have it even if Ben is on the court because you really only have one defender. You know, Kevin Durant's not a great defender. He's not. That's bad, not true. He's not That's a bad. He's defender. not a bad defender. But he's not a great defender. But he's, he doesn't hurt he's you not, on defense. He's not a, he's not a bad fact, defender. He's underrated defender defensively. Oh, I, 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 he ain't bad at it. Yeah, he's not bad at it. But Seth's not a great defender. Patty Mills is not a great defender. Kyrie's not a great defender. Drummond, that's been his only – the only hole in his game has been his defense. Yeah. So when you look at that team, when you start talking about, obviously, playoffs, you start, you know, defense. I mean, you, th- those are the teams that that win 
or advance all the time. And so you look at that. I think they need Ben to come back. I mean, you got a 6'10 point guard that defends one of the best on, on-ball defenders in the whole league. And I think you just have to have him. And, and then and then another like you, when in the when come time for the fourth quarter, he's looking to get Durant the ball. He's going to be looking to yeah. get uh you know Kyrie the ball. Like yeah. this is a guy who's going to rebound and he's advancing the ball up the court. Yeah. You do not have to worry about him over dribbling. You do not have to worry about him taking a bad shot, which are all the things that you have to worry about with Harden. Now, some of those things pay off, but I think that Ben that's why I believe the Nets won it, but he just he has to hit the floor. I don't think he's won it. I I think they need him more than you're inferring. That's all. No, no, no. I don't I'm saying I'm not saying they don't need him. I'm saying they don't need him to get up to speed as quickly as the as the 76ers do. Yeah, and the 76ers need Harden to come in They like need Harden. him now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yes, they need and they need to figure out how that's going to work with him Tobias right. and Embiid, which I think it'll work fine because Tobias has never been a guy who needed, you know, 25 shots a game. Right. He's a great on-ball defender. Embiid's a really good defender. Um, so yeah, so I think yes, I, immediately they just got a guy who's ready to you know, that has yeah. been playing with 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 Simmons. It's just to me, it's just, I just but I don't hear when I hear no timetable. I don't interpret that as oh he ain't gonna play no time. Soon. I just don't. That's like just dude. him saying I'm not telling you. Can what you he tell playing. me? When, <laughs> that's just, that's all the organization <laughs> saying is like tomorrow we gonna make that decision next week. When Especially I think coming into the All Star break. You don't really have to say anything. Well, and I think they they gave the same. That was the same spiel coming out when Kyrie uh, initially came back. I think there was like there was no timetable. Right. So you know if you if you're going to use that as a point of reference, there's reason for optimism that he'll be he'll hit the court. Not only hit it, he'll hit it probably within a few weeks. And uh, and he's you know given how young he is, I would imagine the conditioning thing should go away fairly. Yeah, he's a soon. young player. He's going to be and motivated. Even I know. Him, that's what I'm saying. I think ultimately business will kick in. And he's motivated, or at least his team will be motivated. The people around him. He got to be, though. Like, where it's like, okay, you got to go out here and show. They kick dirt because, on your name. Yeah, you may tell the people. They kick dirt on your name. You know, <laughs> like, I think I think as a, the pride as an athlete has to ultimately kick in to go, it's time for me to go ball. Because he do can't you, ball. Do you think, though, do you think, for me, it's just, it's 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 a little, a little, and I mean that, I mean that adjective. It's a little concerning that he did not come out and play some games with the 76ers just to get that part of like, like were you that cut? Were you cut that deeply emotionally? Cause it's a, it's emotion. But, that, bro, but, but, but see that this you is, can't get out of there. Cause, cause they tried several times to men figure out a way to get so them out there at some point, And then you're losing bread. You're losing bread and you're, you're, you're hurting your chances your trade somebody, he yeah. could have got traded probably way earlier yeah. had he got yeah, out there just seen the goods. and been averaging what he normally averages, yeah, 16, 9, 16, and 9 16, or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. you know, and get out there and, and make those those sick passes and yeah. and and just do what he's do do what we've been watching since he came into the league and won rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I think and this is what I struggle with. And I don't, I don't you wanna, just want to play? I don't want to sound like the old get off my lawn, you know, back in the day we used to, but it's like I see that sensitivity level all throughout the league. You know, I mean, Harden. Like, nobody's roasting Harden, but, like, Harden effectively quit on his team. Like, he was like, I, I want out. I don't even want to wait. He's a free agent. But they were talking. He didn't even want to wait until the end of the season to just opt out and be a free agent. He was like, I want to leave now. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to start fading in games, and I'm going to force my way out. That's a level of sensitivity. Kevin Durant's sensitivity plays out on Twitter and 
like going back sure and forth with fans with and it's kids. like with yeah. kids and stuff and you're like huh and then you see it like and Kyrie just, like Kyrie like that's a different level of sensitivity but sensitivity nonetheless and like even to me even to me like we've seen some of that pettiness with like even Le- Le- LeBron like you know like he'll come out and be like you're gonna give me my respect and you're gonna get my name like it's like play ball and let the conversation around the game happen with amongst the journalists and the fans and the boards the, like the players of a different generation talked amongst themselves, but they didn't get in the press and talk about what the discussion around the game was. Yeah, and I, I think that was just, you know, the more and more I analyze Ben sitting with the 76ers, the more I think it could be problematic just going forward. Just because at some point, don't you just want to hoop? Like, yeah. I want to go out. I, I haven't hooped yeah. in a minute. I just want to go out here. I want to ball. Just, and yeah. I just want to. I just want to play in front yeah. of the in front of the people. And I want to even oh, away games. You know, if you don't want to play, and you know, if you want to pull a Kyrie. I'm not saying that that some version of that would have been allowable. Right. I'm just simply saying, like, I'm gonna muscle through the home games just so I can get out here on the road and just go play with my guys. Yeah. And and a lot of that stuff, like wins, they it cover up. A lot of the stink and the hurt. Sure. If y'all are sitting back at number one like you were last year, right? In the East, a lot of that stuff like this year is going to be different. This year we're, we're going to do this. This year we're going to do X, Y, Z. Because, but, but given the fact that you allowed that last game to be the last footage of of uh you know of you of you playing, right? I think you. I just don't see where inside you do you want to compete and go. I got to get that out of my. I'm I'm leaving seventy six. I'm out of here. Yeah. But I got to get out of here and yeah. I got to get that go out of my for system. Yourself. Just go for, you. for yourself. No, listen, I, I can't argue with with your belief that it could be problematic. I can't because of what he's shown us. So you can't argue with that. I think, excuse me, and I'm hopeful as somebody who wants to see Kevin Durant continue to win and add to his legacy that they there's enough runway for them to come together, get the plane in the air. Because right now, I'll, it's like it's funny because I have, I have Laker friends who – are really basking in this uh, spiral of of the uh, the the uh, the Nets, but like I have to point out, the Lakers are twenty and a half. Games. But ain't nobody playing for the Nets, so how can yeah. you like? How can well, you the Lakers, like? Like if if, if well, Kyrie because, was because, out there and Durant was out there, well, I could see you. I could see you basking. But, but you're like, but they're both in the playing tournament. Well, yeah, but that that was because you were basically hyped whenever the Lakers lose, and I'm like, the yeah. guys are hurt. So but here's the thing: so I don't feel that way but, watching but any other team. Lose. But the record's still the record. Yeah, but I but I don't see how you can get like I could see look when because when Durant come back and Kyrie when they whenever they play they be winning. They be so winning, it's and, not, and they're so not going to be losing so to bad teams. So how can you enjoy? How can you enjoy watching them lose if they're not? Because Durant ain't losing. No, Kyrie ain't losing. No. So where's the joy? Where's the joy in that? Yeah, and they, I think, they they still are killers. And I I, th- I think the biggest difference is in the way I see it, and you can tell me if you agree with this or not. Um, if you can be objective, I know you can be objective. I'm, I'm not going to say that about you. I think the Lakers. <laughs> Thanks. I think the Lakers are still trying to when when they're even have all their guys are still trying to piece their guys together. That no that's they, 100% the truth. Yeah, they're yeah. still trying to get it together. So even when they had their three guys, it wasn't guaranteed. Like when we saw them play Utah, if you like the Lakers and you like LeBron and you're pushing for it, you, you there was some takeaway because you were like, "Okay, we played good for a quarter defense. We hit some shots. We did some things that looked like you thought the Lakers would be when everybody was there." But except AD wasn't there. Except for AD wasn't there. So yeah. now AD's out for a month. Minimum. 
Yeah, and I mean the way he went out, it looked like he got you know like but the, like the, he, he went down like Ricky from <laughs> Boys in the Hood, like <laughs> <laughs> drinking the milk. <laughs> like it looked like he not coming back. Hey, you know what they saying? should have a montage. No, they shouldn't. I was gonna say they have a montage of AD just going down like throughout the even <laughs> just in the game where he's fine. Oh. Like cause oh. even when he just falls on the thing, he you be like, is he gonna get up? Because that was a legitimate injury, and I text you. Yeah. I was like, that was a legitimate. Like yeah, that well, wasn't one of those term. AD where you can't figure out where he got hurt. Right. That was a terrible, terrible uh, ankle roll. Um, and I and and you know, for me being as optimistic about LeBron as I want to be, I just don't. I don't see how they are gonna be able to traverse this terrain of the over the month without him and. I think they'll be fortunate to be in a play in. That's how that that's the way well, I see the, it. The, the way it's set up right now is that there's asking, nobody, the tenth team and the eleventh team are just not good enough to catch the Lakers. So you're asking, but you're asking LeBron. Okay, let's say they, they maintain the play in. Yeah, they're gonna be in the play in. You what he gave the other night in Utah. Fifteen and a four. You can't like that. give that on that's playoff. Like style, intensity, intensity. And not even focus. intensity. It's I mean, intensity. intensity, and you yeah. know, and he was going into his calm app on the sideline, yeah. you know, meditating and all of that. So weird. Well, I mean, it got them because I'm win. like, if that's all it took, then why didn't you do that at the beginning of the year? Just because he just he just tried it out. He was just trying, like, oh, this worked. He was just trying it out. He was just trying it out. He <laughs> stopped. Dr- sometimes he's gotta, so dramatic. Sometimes you gotta try stuff out. He's so dramatic, and he, it worked. He knows the cameras hey. on him. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. If he start doing that shit, if he start doing that shit and they start winning every time he do it, it's like Miyagi getting on the Danielson in the thing. Stop. Hey, hey, when he do that, hey, they say they be, they're down by five and all of a sudden he go to the sideline. <laughs> Next thing you know, they Stop, go on a 10 0 run. Stop with the they drama. Go on a 10 0. That's going to be lit. That's going to be super I was like, lit. This guy. But I'm saying, but I don't think so. You're asking him to give that type of focus and effort in order to get you and to sustain you through the play-in and possibly get you to a six seed. I mean, look, if this is 29 year old LeBron, maybe, but this is you know he's closer to literally closer to 40, right? And I just don't think that that and already got a you know a bulky knee. Yeah, I just don't think that you can ask that man to do that. And as as optimistic as I want to be, for the first time. Okay, I'm feeling like it's you know hey, it's getting dark early. Yeah, well, you just if nothing else, you're running out of games. Right, running out of games. You're just but, running but out of games. But now you're asking him to turn up even more. Right, because now you you put yourself in a position because they're 20 games out of theoretical first, but they're like uh, like five or six out of the six seed. Like they're like four or five out of the six. Yeah, that might is, as well be 50. Which games. is where you want to be. Yeah. You know, so that means to cover four or five games. You need to be winning while the sixth seed and the fifth seed are dropping. And then you need help because you're running out of season to cover and, that ground. And I texted you this last night or yesterday. It and and it's the it's actually the Nets and the Lakers have very similar problems. And the problem is basically this: How can you have any faith in particularly for 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 the Lakers? It's AD, and maybe you worry about him more than the other on the other on the on the East Coast. The guys on the East Coast. How can you have any faith that he's gonna even when he comes back be healthy enough? To make or or with the chances of him making it through, you know, a playoff run. I mean, we because you saw during the Sun series, and I'm not questioning whether or not he was injured. I'm just simply saying he didn't play through it. He got hurt again, and that was like so. A lot of times you think, okay, well, if a guy is hurt, 
and he's missing games during the regular season that he's just trying trying to, to preserve. Yes, yeah. and not further but, do yeah. Yes, but and then the playoffs because Giannis got hurt. Everybody's and, playing and, and hurt. through it. Everybody's yeah. playing. Giannis got hurt and played actually, well through it. But he missed a couple games against the Hawks, or maybe one. Right. Yo, he did. He sat out, yeah. but then and Trey Young missed the game yeah. too. Yeah. But Vuce came back and was giving it what they could. Yeah, sure they did. And yeah. so you you want you go okay. Well, this is what I'm thinking. AD gonna gut it out. There was no gutting it out. Nah, he was like I'm. And and so yeah, and so you but see I that. Think if he just stayed, they would still got got. But but what I'm saying is even for for those that want to believe, yeah. for those that want to believe, how can you have any faith in that guy? Really? And and then you looking at you know you looking at. On the East Coast, it's the same thing. You know, Durant has missed a lot of games over the past, what, three seasons? Mm -hmm. And you look at Kyrie. Kyrie will miss a game just because, you know, he woke up on the wrong side right, or the right side of the bed. Right. It's like, I woke up on this side. I don't feel like coming in I still that. feel like it's different for Brooklyn because the injury that KD's out with right now, he literally got rolled. His knee got rolled. Right, but I'm, it, wasn't but like he's, always it wasn't like he was going to the hoop, pulled up, like, like what happens with AD, like, oh, my knee's tweaked. Walk into the locker room and yeah. you're going, why? I'm not saying we it's saw not real. The we saw the roll-up on his knee. It was a yeah. real injury. And then we saw the one on AD. We no, saw this the one most on recent AD. one, but I'm saying, yeah. how many games have we watched? Like, And we've called each other, and like, where AD's just walking to the locker room, you're like, what happened? But hey, they just started. They just started the they game. Just started the and then <laughs> on the dunk in particular, like you got hurt when you dunked. Yeah, like that's, you're supposed to just play through that. Yeah, you, can't, you coming back in a body cast. <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. If who comes what back you, in a full yeah, leg, doing? leg, leg cast. Like as, as a man, if you dunk on somebody, I don't care how big you are. Even if you hurt, you can play for nah, fifteen more minutes I'm, and then go out. Oh, but it's gonna be a whole different injury. Like yes. oh, my knee, but it's really gonna be my head. yeah. Like something else. It's not gonna be what you think it is. Like yeah. oh, I tweak my 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 eyelid. And AD from the crib too. Like that's what makes it work. He is from the crib. Well, well we make him real tough. Well, listen, this is a good place to break. We running long. Um. Uh, great show. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to have a really exciting show for y'all next week as well. Uh, coming off the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. We're going to be previewing the second half of the season more in depth and get into some of the other it's teams. It's weird seeing Team Durant and Team KD. I mean, Team, team KD and Team LeBron. Team, team LeBron like, I'm East versus West. You yeah, know? I, I kind of want them to go back to East versus West. Me too. I don't like the whole AAU approach. We're all it's friends. It's a totally We're AAU all friends. approach. Like, that's, and, and they are all friends. They're all millionaire friends. <laughs> I, I wish I was really I was good wine friends. and drink, smoke really good cigars together. All those guys. Yeah. I, I, a lot of those and, they, and they go on vacation. They, they banana boat. Yeah, banana boating. Yeah. But okay, so in closing... I tell you, I, I like. I, I tell you who I, I like. I like Phoenix to to, to win the whole. I, it's hard to not look at Phoenix right now in this. We moment. We closing the show. We do this all the time. Right now in this moment, and not see Phoenix. It's like in. Uh, they got the old school setup though. They got I, the angry leader in the point guard who everybody gets everybody. They in got line. all the things you want. They got enough toughness. Super they athletic got the fire team. two guard and they super got super athletic the, team to run the you big, out. The, and they got yeah. the big that will defend, run the floor. Run the floor. They will run you. That's always what I said about them in the matchup with the Lakers. They will run the old Lakers out of the like, and I think I think Aiden let like I think Aiden oh he, he just gotta just make an angry face at A D and he yeah. oh <laughs> you hurt my pride is hurt. Yeah. Now nah, they just they got all the elements. Um and Monty Williams, it's his time. Yeah. And it's CP's time. It's been CP's time. Now, what's up with his hand? Yeah, they're doing an MRI. Because low-key, he be getting hurt, too. 
No, he and he began her the worst the time. Wor- yes, yeah, like he got hurt in the finals. Yeah. He was like, wasn't it the finals or it was uh, the, the Eastern the, the Western, Western Conference, Conference finals? Yeah. They were up three two. Yeah, and Harden couldn't get it done. Yeah, but I'm saying even last year he hurt his shoulder and he just played through. Oh, it. that's right. Yes, yeah, he hurt yeah. against the Lakers. Yeah, and he just kind of balled through it. So. I don't know. Like they, if he could stay healthy, if he could I just, can tell you this. he might need to do what LeBron was doing on the sideline. Just hum, hum, hum. Get that uh, Tina Turner after she left Ike. <laughs> hey, hey, it's something to that. <laughs> I mean, she's still famous and yeah. doing her thing. They yeah. did a document. No, sorry. I know her documentary is outstanding too. If y'all get a chance, <laughs> check, see out, the, check see, out the Tina Turner. Yeah, Tina, Tina got her flowers. Hey, y'all didn't know y'all was gonna get that programming note from the yeah, boys of Statlines yeah. Matter. Check out Tina Turner. <laughs> now, but I, I will say this in closing: uh, the NBA fan down the stretch is going to get treated. I hope so. To, I, I just need these dudes to stop getting them, hurt. Yeah, if if every if everyone sort of comes back for the playoffs, Kevin Durant, treat, uh, you know, the, the get the, the the Nets whole LeBron keep LeBron keeps he found them. something. Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna help. We got the, it's the Kung Fu Panda. Is that gonna help Russ from turning the ball over and hitting the construction? Hey, look, <laughs> it could. <laughs> you, we don't know what he doing or he could be, you know, conjuring up some low turnover. It could be he could be thinking about rust the entire time, which will require that much focus <laughs> and concentration. <laughs> it's about everybody that's the buzzword now. Everybody talking about they manifesting something. Yeah. He could he manifested he, for us. He could have manifested <laughs> high efficiency for us. He just be going high efficiency, for high us. efficiency for Russell Westbrook. Hilarious. Well listen. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you all for checking in. Please go to our YouTube channel, like, subscribe, and definitely get the notifications and share with your friends. Let people know that we're here. We're doing our thing, sharing sports with you our way. Also, go to uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify for our uh, audio podcast and follow us at Statlines Matter on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and catch all of our live content exclusively on the fan base app go to your app store and get that as soon as you can uh with all that said i want to sign off i'm mark stewart um robert hunter i, I want the knife i want the knife Pippa, please <laughs> he's rob hunter and we're stat lines matter peace bad boy i ain't come for games say it to my face say it to my say it to my face I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face.